Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 484. Come see At Midnight Live on April 4th in uh, Miami, South Beach, for the South Beach Comedy Festival. Go to southbeachcomedyfestival.com to get tickets. Also, I'll be performing at Caroline's in New York, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So I believe tickets are available for that, too. And um, just watch at midnight on the television, at the very least, because it's uh, the show is super fun. The episode we did with the community cast the other night was beyond belief. Those guys were so incredibly funny. It was Jim Rash and uh, Danny Pudi and Gillian Jacobs. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson did a walk-on, so it is on Hulu um, if you missed it. So uh, thank you if you are watching it. I really do appreciate it. It is my dream job, so thank you for allowing me to keep doing that. Uh, I'd like to thank Carbonite for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. It's easy to forget to back up your computer files because it's a pain. It's a pain to have to, in the old days, you had to insert a disk. You had to put a zip drive. Remember the zip disks? Uh, well, essentially now, you don't have to do anything anymore. It can be automatic with Carbonite Online Backup. You just go to Carbonite.com. There's no credit card required. It is a free trial. Uh, you can back up your files in the background, and you can access your files wherever you go with a free Carbonite app. So you're going to go to Carbonite.com. You're going to use the offer code NERDIS. You're going to get two free bonus months if you decide to buy. That is Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIS. This episode of the podcast is Donald Faison. Um, Zach Braff had been on like a year ago, maybe, and um, Zach and Donald are uh, are best pals, and so um, Zach said, "You gotta have Donald on; he's really great." And so, it just the planning of it took a little while, but then we finally got Donald on, and he was he is hilarious and super nice. He's on a show on TV Land called The X's. The season finale is tonight, Wednesday, the 26th of February. It airs at 10 p.m. As I said, it's on TV Land. But uh, such a good guy. We've had a good run of people on this podcast who are just not dicks. Just good, nice people. And uh, I am thankful every day that we don't have to muddle our way through chats and interviews with people who, you know, who are difficult and who actually just come in and bring good information and are fun and uh, and want to play around. And Donald was definitely one of those guys. So I'm uh, very excited. If you're a Scrubs fan, you will not be disappointed. Uh, it's Nerds Podcast number 484 with Donald Faison. Now entering Nerdist.com. Scanners. No, no. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. It was Running Man. 
It was also a battle royale. Yes, it was. It was running. Man. It was running man. Battle royale also had stuff around the neck that would yeah. blow up. But in the uh, yeah, if they cross the perimeter and running man, those were there like perimeter activated, and then no. boom. Yeah. Yep. But it also happened in scanners. Well, psychic powers. Psychic powers? It was, yeah, it was psychic powers. Michael oh, yeah. Ironside. Yeah, they were they were basically psychics, and they would blow each other's heads That's up with a right. Mind. So it's that shot, that famous shot from Scanners of Michael Ironside's on the thing, and then yeah. the two psychics, and then his fucking head just folds open like a petunia. It's good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But, but not, no, but no, but not the no running neck man, things. The butcher of Bakersfield. Uh, that's a fun. They didn't remake Running Man, did they? No, they were going to though. I heard. Yeah. Just make a new movie. Yeah, just don't make Running Man again. You don't have to make Running no. Man again. There's we a... saw what happened with Total Recall, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we I didn't all see Total watched... Recall because I didn't want to... I wanted Total Recall to be pristine in my mind. I watched it on a plane. There was no Watto. Well, I wasn't yeah, there Watto. Yeah, no one said to open your mind, Quaid. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Was he Quaid in the thing? Was the same, he was same Quaid. Uh, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... I'm not... Quaid. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two. You blew my cover. <laughs> uh, see you at the They're party. They're all. Good job, Tomas. It was such. This a- is the rest of this podcast. Is just going to yeah. be us. I got twelve kids. You got me. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had three hands. <laughs> so we're just going <laughs> to. You killed your own. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> quote things the yeah. entire day. <laughs> and of course, the best line from it when he uh, when his uh, face mask shatters and it's just you'd have been dead on as soon as that yeah just yeah. instantly. Well, now wait a minute. The yeah. ancient oxygen maker put a cloud of oxygen over them, and then his eyes went back into his head. If your eyes came <laughs> that oxygen far fairy. out of your head, yeah. That that would be your eyes That's for, it. forever. Yeah, no, but there was that guy that was on like Donahue or some shit that was able to bulge his eyes out. And he was like a sideshow kind of guy. He was able to like poke his eyes out like way far past them. Yeah, but that was like a carnival trick. This was actual <laughs> something. This was the atmosphere of Mars. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do miss though about that era of films is practical effects. Yes. Because yeah. now that would all be CG and you'd be like, oh, it's, okay, yeah. you know, but just. You had to, they had to get more creative. Well, I hear, uh, I, hear uh, I haven't seen it, but uh, Jurassic Park 3D is actually really cool because of the practical effects in it. Oh, yeah, you're right, because there's not too many like, really good 3D movies that have actual practical stuff. It's all right. digital. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now I want to see it. Well, you know, what have you seen lately that you like? Lately that I like? I like The Hobbit. A lot of people are... I loved it. I freaking really liked that a lot. And I liked, uh, I liked the Lego movie. People are going I crazy for the Lego movie. People are going crazy for the Lego movie. Now I, I, moderate, I moderated the panel for that at Comic Con last year, and I, there wasn't really enough to see. And I was like, "Okay, the cast is great, yeah. but the I writers can't, are good. I like the the, ri- the writers Street. are great, yeah, Bill and Chris. Yeah, but I just couldn't get a read on it. And then uh, apparently, it's amazing. It's so yeah. good. People are going crazy. Like like the, you always know the movie is actually really good when there's like those guys you follow on Twitter that just hate every movie. You go, holy shit, the Lego movie's good. It's like, it's gotta be the yeah, best movie in the world. <laughs> yeah. I thought the bloopers were fun. Did you see the blooper reel? No, I did not. They put out a blo- They put out a blooper reel. Blooper reels when it comes, and I remember seeing it in Toy Story during the credits of Toy Didn't, Story. And they also did it in uh, like Ant uh, Bugs Life. Bugs yeah, Life, yeah. I don't. It hurts my brain because that means there's like they have to act like they're messing up. Yeah. 
And it just it's it's like seeing like you know the hills or something like that, like a fake reality thing happen. I feel like all blooper reels are actors acting like they. Mess He's up. like, I like <laughs> that you're fine with them pretending that they're Batman, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not fine that they're pretending that they're Batman, pretending to mess up because it's <laughs> like so they're weird. creating a moment that people like because it's a thing that wasn't supposed to happen. They're right. making the thing that wasn't supposed to happen. But that's happen. the meta comedy on top of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're right. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, that was easy. Yeah. I easy. thought that was going to be the whole podcast. <laughs> Not going to get into a fight. Over... Shut it down. Uh, Ninety minutes. Shut it down. How are you okay with the bloopers <laughs> and Cannibal Run? That's but you're not okay bloopers. with the bloopers, and yeah. Michael. <laughs> those are great bloopers. Just, yeah, those, those are the kinds of arguments when you were a kid you would get into, and it, it would be. I guess that's basically what the internet is: is arguments that you would get into as a kid and be so fucking serious and mad and passionate about the most <laughs> non-essential yeah. anything. But that's just where LA. you didn't want to talk to your friends anymore ever again. Yeah, I'm never coming <laughs> over. He Never, is the worst. Yeah. He thinks that the bloopers right. <laughs> in the Lego movie yeah. were not good. He's a fucking idiot. I remember a friend of mine was like, I was like, oh, you guys see, I can't remember what movie it was like. You guys see something? He's like, no, nah, I don't like British, I don't like British accents. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, what? I was like, you're you're not allowed to not like that's like, that's racist. I think that's what that's racist. And he's like, he's like, no, it just bugs me. It sounds fake. I was like, but it's not. <laughs> it's older than the one that you have. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the one you have comes from. <laughs> Your accent got fucked by a Dutchman, and then a couple Germans came on it, and then here we are. And if you're in the South, then some Irishman took a shit on it, and then that mm. was, that was that accent. That's true. Yeah, it was just that that mishmash. We have a. I I, I think we have a. I bet we have a very harsh sounding accent to non English speakers. We, we have. I, we're I, sort I, of nasally, and we talk like this, and we're loud. I think we're loud. I think more than anything, we're loud. Yeah. The one thing that you can't ever. You ever. I find myself always saying this to a British person. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I said you were a cunt. What? Uh, yeah. I, was, I was just saying you were. I was just saying you were a cunt. I'll say this though. I'll say this though. Uh, Chinese people speak pretty loud. Walking through Chinatown, it is kind of a, a noisy place. But I wonder if that's because um, you know, if if you come from a really crowded city, if you come from a city really crowded city, you're constantly having to talk over it, like New York too. Yeah, I would say the same for New York people because you're constantly having there's like a there's like a base level that you have to communicate yeah. above to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, I'm from New York. I don't think I'm that loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I, uh, children in New York are the loudest. They're just like, and they get out of school and they're just walking down the street screaming at each other the entire time. I hate it. It's so do loud. Do you like kids? I hate kids. <laughs> what? I hate New York. I hate wow. people. Wow. What about British accents? Wow. Yeah. Love them. <laughs> so quiet. So unassuming. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> So what's going on? What's going on? You know, I don't think we've ever... I met you briefly when you did Attack of the Show. Yes. I think. Um, and then you came over to Zach's house that night. Then I came over to Zach's Oscars house that night. We watched the, no, we watched the election results. The election, that's what it was. That's right. It was that's kind of like the Oscars. Yeah, it's kind of like the Oscars of politics. Two people acting. Uh, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was really fun. And then you then you got you got married. I am married. I am officially married for... Uh, we've been married for a year now. We How was the wedding? It was so awesome. You did it at Zach's house, right? We did do it at Zach's yeah, house. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He uh, he hooked me up because if I wouldn't have done it, they would have been so expensive. <laughs> he still charged you, right? <laughs> uh, I had to pay. I had to pay for the grass. I'm not gonna lie. Oh really? The grass, Did yeah. the grass get that fucked up? Oh, we trampled that thing. Oh really? Man? Oh yeah. His lawn was wrecked, <laughs> but it was good. It was a great wedding. Uh, 
I'm married for a year now. We have a six-month-old baby. <gasps> oh, wasted. Oh, well, Jonah wouldn't like kids. He doesn't like kids. He I know. already said he didn't it's like a, kids. I bet you, remember a second ago, you were like, do you like kids? He was testing you because he has a child. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Do you want me to leave? Is that what you were <laughs> No, we're all good. We're all good. You, you can totally stay, dude. <laughs> You're totally cool. So Thanks how's that. your six-month-old? He's great. He's awesome. He's, you know, he's six months, so he's doing shit that six-month-old Is he transitioning <laughs> into basically being, because a, a, a lot of friends of mine who've had have kids are like, well, for the first handful of months, they're basically just like a paperweight they don't really do anything then they start to be, develop a personality yeah he's losing that help he's he's moving out of the helpless stage which is the helpless stage is the best stage because all you have to do is pick the kid up and rock the kid and put the kid down and he goes to sleep now it gets to the point where he's getting frustrated you know and it's great because he's smart you know he's he's a smart kid so you know he knows what he wants to do. He just doesn't have the uh, coordination to do it yet. <laughs> so trying to pick up his bottle or trying to pick up a toy uh, frustrates the shit out of my kid. Yeah, it seems like if like you're really drunk or your hands are asleep and you try to pick up stuff, that's what it's like to be a baby. Like you can't really feel what's going on and yeah. you're trying your best and you're constantly yeah yeah. How how often do your hands go to sleep? I had a weird thing that I got into a car accident uh, a long time ago and. Uh, is this like, a real story? This, this is a real okay, story. Okay, real cool, story. Cool, cool, cool. I got into a car accident, and then like when the car, right after the car accident, like I realized I was fine, and then like my whole upper body like fell asleep, like it was tingly, and then like it clenched up like this. Oh, I would fucking and like I started freaking out because I was like, oh, I broke my back. That's what happens when you break oh, your back. No. And then for some reason, for like weeks after that, like I would like if I was like sleeping on my side, I would like wake up and like just. Circulation, I guess, got cut off. I would way not be cool with yeah, that. Yeah, and it was just like my hands and my arms would be asleep. What did the doctor say was the problem? He just said, it's like your body's in shock. That's all he said. I was like, is it going to go away? He said, sure. That's what he said. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Let's, say, let's say yes. Yeah. I'm glad I paid out of pocket for this. Hey. Yeah. They practice medicine. Yeah. They practice. <laughs> <laughs> practice harder. Yeah. Practice harder. Is this serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a lot of things yeah. can happen. Yeah. A lot of things can happen. Uh, we could open you up. You know, we could look at that and, and just like, poke around. Yeah, I still won't be able to tell you. But you know, it's fine. It'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. Be, yeah, I would not be okay with that. I, I even, if I do fall asleep on my hand and I wake up, there's that moment of like, I don't, not happy right now. Never gonna come back. Is <laughs> way not happy. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. All right, slowly life trickling back into the that's extremities. Just, that's just the stranger. You know <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it, make it yeah. numb, and go to town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't make a fest. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that goes from. I'm sorry. And then you got to do the Wait. stranger's friend, where you take your other hand to help form. <laughs> but that's that that transcends into a whole other type of self pleasure that goes from masturbation to fucking your hand, yeah. which is a Different <laughs> thing to do. I'm so sorry. She's all good with okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, is a, that is a totally different. <laughs> I mean, if you think about, if you just think about the the mindset behind either of them, it's one of them is just a little bit creepier. Where you're just like yeah. on your hand. Yeah, that's a lot of foresight. It's like it's like you know what? I'm going to feel like jerking off in about a half an hour. I better <laughs> let me get on there. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a scratching post. Yeah. <laughs> Meow, meow. And then you say meow, meow while you're yeah, doing it. Yeah. Meow, meow. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. What? That was the line, Jonah. That was the line. No, no, no. Like, the whole thing was fun. Ah, oh, Jesus. We're having a good time. I hope <laughs> I hope Scrubs was as fun to make as it seemed like it would be oh, to make. Oh, it was make. a great time. That was a blast. I, I love your 
phone case. Oh, thank you very much. Pretty awesome. Little, little You've actually worn it down. I have bit. worn it down. I've had it for about a year and a half. Yeah, what are you doing with it? Uh, <laughs> the strange, the, the stranger. Yeah. I've been playing strange Wookie. I've never, I've never seen a Wookie like you before. I sit on Chewbacca's hand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know. It just it's. You know, uh, sh- shows like that where it just feels like, oh, the cast is actually having fun. That's how that show, uh, that's how a show like that gets made. Yeah, I mean, I, have a, I, I gained a best friend from doing that show. So I had a blast making it. Um, you know, I wish, I wish all jobs could be that fun. You know, I'm on a great job now, but I wish all jobs could be the type of job where you walk in and you really feel like you're just, you know, playing with friends and not acting, not having to work that hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds nice. Well, like I got, we got to do so many things. Like I got to be Indiana Jones. I got yeah, to be yeah, Han yeah. Solo. I got to be. I got to do so many things uh, because of that show, and so I, you know, shit. I, it was a blast. It was a lot. How of long fun. did that go? Nine years. Nine years. That's but it crazy. jumped networks, didn't it? Yeah, we went from uh, NBC to ABC. That's such an interesting. Well, shows have done it and have succeeded. Uh, Taxi. The taxi jump? Yeah, taxi went from one network to the I know next. Different Strokes did. Yes. Yes, Different Strokes did as well. It just didn't make it. It wasn't that good once <laughs> you know, it got to the CBS. I think it went to CBS or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, uh, I, ta- I went to a taping of Different Strokes when I was a kid. No way. Did you meet Sam? I didn't. It was pre-Sam. It was pre-Sam. The episode that I went to was a seminal moment in Different Strokes history because it was the episode where they were introducing the Facts of Life characters because oh. they were about to spin off Facts of Life. So there is an episode of Different oh. Strokes where a bunch of those girls show up. Yeah. And then they and, – and by the way – Molly Ringwald was one of those girls. She, Molly she? Ringwald was one of them. Yeah, she was in that first, that first year. Oh, wow. And it was, a, it was a weird thing to do because I don't think – it wasn't like those girls were a part of the storylines all the time. They just like showed them, and they're like, and that's going to be its own yeah, thing. Yeah. And they shot over at Sunset Gower, um, like right across from the Gower Gulch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I remember going over there afterwards. This guy was really, really young. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, love different strokes. Who yeah. didn't love different strokes? I don't... Uh, well... Um, most of the cast, right? <laughs> kind of a bummer. You know, wow. Yeah, I think the person that gained the most out of Different Strokes was Sam. He got to show off all of his talent. Not only could he play the guitar, but he could break dance. <laughs> he could do everything, dude. I'll tell you, <laughs> he sang country music. He break dance. That is the most. Like, that, 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 should, that should show you how fucked up and subversive. How fucked up? What like like. <laughs> There are many. You're right. Like I can't think of. Yeah, this goes on and on and on. That kid had so much talent. (laughs) I'm going to say he was the Alfonso Ribeiro of his. Oh yeah. I mean, even though even though Sam was just like a like a pasty white kid with with the same bowl haircut that I had when I was a kid, but the um, that was that that that. That chunk of television that period of time, like that shows you that television was just a piranha tank because basically when Arnold got started to get too old and they were like, We need we a younger, cuter kid. Yeah. Fuck this one that we built the show around. We need yeah. a younger, cuter kid making cuter faces. <laughs> Well, that was like every every family sitcom is like it's like we're really running dry. A new kid, new kid. Yeah, yeah, the parents just decide to have a kid like fucking fifteen years after the last one. Gary yeah, Coleman's well. not small enough. You know he's not going to ever get any bigger. I know, but he could be smaller <laughs> than that. We need a smaller, yeah. tinier guy. I could break dance and play the guitar, Mister D. <laughs> get it <a> perfect. <laughs> Hired. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck up. 
just these poor these kids these just these poor performing animals that are just like yeah. you start you tap dance you do this mm. you'd sing you know yeah. oh so gross and I watched every minute of it I loved it yeah. I ate it up like cereal did when did you start when was your first job when did you start working uh, I did a bunch of guest spots on shows in New York I grew up in New York so uh, what were the shows that were shooting in New York like help. Nine one one with uh, Wesley Snipes and David Caruso, I think, was on that. Oh wow! Like way back in the day. And How old were you? Uh, I think I was fourteen. 15. Oh wow! So you, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did Sesame Street. You know, shows that you know New York didn't have a lot of shows back in the day. It does now. It has more now. But when I was a kid, it was like the trenches. If you were an actor in New York, you were fighting against your best friend to get a job. Yeah. Whereas here, it seems like there's well, I mean, you know, you go out. I, yeah, I, room for everybody. Room for everybody here. <clears throat> yeah, that's why ultimately, <laughs> like right now, we're with the glut of New York uh, transplants. We're like, eh, I'm subletting a place for three months for pilot season. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. out here. That's what's going on right now, for sure. Yeah, everyone's out. Yeah. But you're on a show, so you don't I'm on have a show. To, you're I'm on so Nexus. happy I don't have to go back so you don't, into you that. You don't have to right go now. into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough time for any actor. You just because you, you well you got to take anything pretty much you know yeah. if you get it unless you're unless you're well established and you got you know you know you got a, a great show calling usually it's like look what's the premise and they, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. it's a hospital in space yeah. I want it yeah. Yeah. I've never wanted this is perfect this yes. is the one show I've always wanted <laughs> they don't want you what's next <laughs> I just went into a room and saw 30 versions of myself to varying yeah. degrees there's a more attractive version of me there's a slightly chunkier version of me there's a taller version of yeah. me right. no for me it's like and there's always like there's always the like I got like one guy that I used to see and like he just started like book it left to right so now I'm just like that guy I'm sure he's a great guy he's in a lot of great stuff but he's just like tall Moppy hair, glasses, kind of just nondescript white guy. And I'm just like, that doesn't freak well, You took my thing. <laughs> when you walk into the room and you see him, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You got to break his glasses. I got to do something. Just yeah. like, just run up with a, just run up with some clippers and just like shave part of his stubble off. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally... Now it's me. <laughs> <laughs> do you have, do you have guys that you, cause I, I used to see the same, I used to see the same pool of guys at like every, every audition. It was, you know, and, it, and I mean, I went through a period where I was uh, chunkier. So like my, my oh, yeah. groups like would switch a little bit, you know, switched every couple of years. It's pretty much just anybody brown. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in brown. It doesn't matter. Not even yeah. like African American. Just Not anyone who's just brown. brown. Yeah. That's it. You walk in the room and you're like, "Wow, Daniel Pudi, what are you doing?" <laughs> well, I said brown. I'm kind of brown. <laughs> they would never be able to put that on the breakdown too. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the we are looking for yeah. a tall, smart, funny brown, brown person. person. You know what they when they well when, those are on uh, break brown services. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's what you're looking for. What they say when that's when they want like anyone that's like not white. It's like any ethnicity. Right. Is what you say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I always like when I would uh, like you'd read the you'd read the breakdown and it would clearly say like oh we're looking for like an African American guy in his you know early thirties and I go well this clearly says that. oh well they're seeing all types it's seeing all types and yeah. I would go in and I'd be like the white guy and the only like, why way. am I he- yeah. why yeah. am I you know and then a black guy would get it like I I feel like most casting people they just don't know ultimately they don't know what they want. I've had that. I've had it happen where I went in for a movie, I tested for the movie, and then they told me, "You know what? We're gonna go white." And I was oh, like, mm. "Wow!" 
Wow. <laughs> We're afraid if we go with you, we could never go back. Uh, yeah, well, that's usually how it goes, right? Yeah. No. You could, to- you could totally make him feel bad and go, hasn't that happened enough? <laughs> <laughs> I how wish. How much are going to take away from my people? How much? I wish I had. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> well, the next time. Next time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> what types of, do you, do you audition for dramas too? Or did you, do you like, yeah. do you like comedy stuff for the most part? Uh, I just get I get a lot of comedy. Uh, I you know if I go out for a comedy, you know, two out of ten times I'll get it. Drama, it's a little different. You know, I'll maybe you know, I, I, I if I go on ten auditions, I'm not going to get one of them. I'm not right. going to get, but you know, that eleventh audition maybe. Hmm. With drama, it's different. That's too bad because I feel like you know a good hour drama. If if they put like a a good sometimes someone who skews a little more comedic into a dramatic role, mm. I feel like you start to get some really interesting layers to the character when you do that, as opposed to just casting like, I'm a, dr- I'm I'm a dramatic I'm, actor. Right. This yeah. is what I do. Yeah, I I think so. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop is a perfect example of a movie that was supposed to be a drama and then turned out to be a comedy because Eddie Murphy did it. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think any... I don't know, man. I don't know. There's also the comedians that do... Uh, dramas and it's like they shouldn't have hired a comedian they should have just put you know <laughs> yeah it's rare that it works out well yeah like sometimes it's passable but sometimes it's just like eh, right yeah. like I, I saw this movie and it was really serious and everything and everybody was serious and then Eddie Griffin shows up and, <laughs> and it was like I don't know if this <laughs> works for me anymore <laughs> I can't imagine him being serious yeah, it just turned into not and was he? Movie. He wasn't playing comic relief. No, he was. He was the comic oh, relief okay, in the sorry. movie. But it was. It was like a serious movie that took place in like Japan, and all these people are. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like my bodyguard in Japan. Or something <laughs> like that. Well, now I heard that they've basically. Now they've just. They've actually gone back in and um, with effects placed Kevin Hart into all of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> as they should. Yeah. As they should. That he's kid a, is on fire. He's amazing. Fire. He is on. Fire. And he, he's not stopping stand up. He's still like he's, he's still fucking like, he's amazing. Like, he's like he's like I'm working on the next movie right now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, like his next stand up movie. It's insane. I have so much respect for that guy. Like Dude. I thought I was busy, but I you know no nah, he's way you, every than time you like every other billboard is a movie, and then Kevin Hart's Hart, on that yeah. On, yeah. on different movies. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's, yeah, great. he's good. That last that last record he put out was so fucking funny. You said record? Well, I mean like his last album. Okay, uh, album? Yeah, he, he his stand up album. <laughs> oh, you mean the movie? The movie. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listened to the original soundtrack of uh, Let Me Explain. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is just the audio. It's real weird. No songs. <laughs> uh, but like, it's like he's so he's so spot on and so good. And um, I got to work with him once. I wrote. I was writing on the um, MTV Music Video Awards, and we like did a sketch. We like wrote a sketch. And we're like, we want Kevin Hart to do this guy and he came in and was just delightful and just like riffing with everybody and like getting well, I better, bowled you know. against him and that's in that Chris Paul bowling tournament last year oh, yeah. he bowled and he's a fucking amazing bowler like we shouldn't he should have won but we just got our team got his team by like a like a one pin yeah but he's a fucking <laughs> amazing bowler too I what just, can't Chris Kevin Hart. That's who I meant. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was Chris gonna say Chris Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart. But what? I mean, like literally, that every time, everything, everything I've seen that guy do is like, fuck. He knows how to do that too. He's he's gonna, and he'll be a guy that when he gets to a certain, and I think he's gotten to that level of fame now, where some some director will put him in some. 
type of movie where he actually like is a crushes serious it. actor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then he crushes Oscar. it. He's yeah. a guy that I think will yeah. someday. Everyone thought it was going to be Chris Rock, and it it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> that uh, that show was funny too. I don't know if you watch it, uh, not to promote somebody else's television <laughs> show. On this market, but the Real Husbands of Hollywood is it's funny. Oh, is that that thing is it's so funny. It's so funny. Oh fuck! Have you ever watched it? <laughs> All right, somebody needs to watch that. But, show but, but talking about Beverly Hills Cop earlier, I missed the. I kind of missed the days of the um, the blockbuster comedy because they're not. There aren't really like those types of like hundred million, hundred and fifty million dollar blockbuster comedies anymore. Blockbuster okay. or blockbuster? <laughs> I'm sorry, blockbuster. Um, yeah, they are. Uh, this is the end. All, Jonah Hill and yeah, make all of those movies Indiana, now. The Hangover movies, uh, Bridesmaids, were, like made like uh, over 150. I don't. I don't mean that they made. Oh, the, oh, oh. Movies, like I mean like those. You know, like uh, where they take like an action director and they spend like 150, 200 million dollars on like an action comedy. Oh, Pain and Gain. I didn't see Pain and Gain. That 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 movie did well. It did really well. They're making a sequel. Really to yeah. Pain and Gain? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. know that. Michael Bay comedy. Didn't know. But there's no comedic actors in it. I think Mark Wahlberg is a very good comedic actor. Yeah, he is. Did you see the one with him it. and Denzel? Wait, which... which? Oh, uh, Two Guns? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's great in he's it. He's great in it. He's one of those guys. He's kind of like, uh, he's like... He's like Nick Cage in a way, where it's like Nick Cage could be, either be the worst actor in a movie or the best actor. Hold on. just kind of... Don't you dare... Do we just cross the line? Did yeah, just cross the, line? the Nick Cage. Nick line? Cage is the best. <laughs> but he's did like, you see season of the witch? I did see season of the witch. <laughs> yes, Wicker Man. I don't think I saw Wicker. You got to see Wicker Man. But I did see season of the witch. <laughs> that was just a, I have some tax bills. Yeah, I got to pay my. Look, listen, yeah. we all get into trouble with the we law. Sure <laughs> and we spent too much money on a Superman comic. I don't know. Hey, look, season of everyone witch. else. Everybody owns a castle somewhere. <laughs> He owns no, he's a castle great, but and he's, an island. He's he's I love Nick Cage, but he is a guy that's like he's like he's like I'm just going to make all the decisions as a performer. I'm just going to make every decision, and then it's up to the guy to kind of rein it in. Well, you you know you you sort of have to get lucky, don't you? When you get to a certain level, I think there's almost an element of chance of do I have the right people advising me? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. They don't know. Right. They're basically in these sort of isolated ivory towers of they're not. You know, all they see is all they see is twenty million dollars for them to show up. Yeah, exactly. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so they don't, you know, they don't really know. It's and true. and 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 also, it's it's such a crapshoot. I mean, like a movie is sort of like a weird magic spell that has all of these elements that all have to fire at the same time for it to work. Yeah. I'm going to use. That analogy. <laughs> hey guys, a- this is like a magic spell. Get out <laughs> of my fucking office. Like someone's not going to appreciate movie, it. Listen, this movie, this movie is a magic spell. A magic and it has spell. all the proper ingredients. We need a dash of lighting. <laughs> yes. we, need, <laughs> we need a little eye of Newt. Because there's always, <laughs> always eye of I always, I, And a well, foot of celluloid. And we got this. <laughs> <laughs> It's always I have new with you. If it were up to you, this potion would be nothing but new dyes. But it is it is that sort of you know. There's so many elements that have to come together and 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 work for a movie. I, I mean, I still I always say it surprises me when something turns out well, when something's good mm-hmm. because of the the because you as an actor can do an amazing job, but then maybe the editor is not great or the directors pick yeah. the bad the bad scenes or that you know. I mean, it's it's funny to me that when people accept acting awards, I don't ever hear anyone say, "I would like to thank the editor 
Right. Because, you know, beyond the director, that's the other person who is basically going to make, to contextualize your performance the best way possible. Has there ever been a movie where you walked in and you just knew as soon as, before you even got in there, that the movie was going to be good, that it lived up to the expectations? As soon as you walked into the theater, when the lights went down, before it even started, you were like, holy shit, this is going to be great. Um, I mean, probably the obvious ones, like, you know, Back to the Future or Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, you, know, you knew Ghostbusters was going to be great? Right away. Like, yeah. the second they, just the whole vibe of it, going into the library mm. and like, like before yeah. the opening credits. And then the second, because um, we hadn't really seen effects like that in a movie yet. And so within the first five minutes of the movie, they're, Rah! you yeah. know, and then them running out, uh, like that. I'll say Cabin in the Woods because it's like you know, you're going to see a horror movie. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. In Cabin in the Woods, you're going to see the horror movie and then you just start off with these two blue collar – or not blue collar, but like these two guys in you know, like just collared shirts and just making coffee, talking about bullshit. And then just like the intensity with the noise of the title like, card coming onto the screen just like made me laugh so hard. So I knew the movie was going to be good. Mm. And then like the fact that that's the way they opened it up made me knew – like it, you know, it set up the tone for the rest of the movie. I mm. knew Black Dynamite was going to be good within the first minute. Yeah. Did you that's see true. Black Dynamite? I did not see Black Dynamite. No, you didn't see Damn Black Dynamite? It's so good. It was like Everybody our favorite movie. It. it was yeah. all we talked about forever. Um, that movie uh, – you know, actually – I just watched Dallas Buyers Club. I knew that in the first five seconds. The that first movie five was seconds, be right. just like something. There's something immediately in the vibe of the movie where you where you you just instantly get sucked in. Yeah, right away. I couldn't even pinpoint exactly what it was, but I just felt like, oh, there is some ethereal mist of quality around this movie that yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just totally sucked in on. I knew, yeah. Right when he's looking out the little uh, slit, looking at the dude riding a bull as he's, he's banging oh, the yeah, girl, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be gonna dope. Be yeah. Yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> what about you? What was it? it was like? Well, the first, the first uh, half hour of Hostel is the best movie I've ever seen in yeah. my life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Oh, you mean the part with all the tits? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew yeah. after five seconds of watching that movie, I was like, this is going to be great. Yeah. And then not so much. <laughs> I, th- I think like, Saw yeah. had that too. Saw had that where you kind of instantly you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, what's this? Um, uh, and then of course you, you know they're the obvious ones. Star Wars right away. Yeah, you know. just, I think the first X Men to me where it's the ex- young Eric Lencher in the concentration camp being yeah. separated from his mother because uh, a superhero movie hadn't really been presented in that way. And so it was just, I, I kind of went in expecting this sort of one-dimensional, like, oh, yeah. they're going to be, right. oh, and he's got these powers. You know, like yeah. kind of like more what Fantastic Four was. Right. Yeah. But then you go, fucking like, Holocaust. Holy right, shit. Right. And like, and all of a sudden, it's a, you know, like, they, it's a really serious thing about, about, um, about uh, genocide and intolerance. Yeah. And, and, and then just, I was immediately sucked in. Yeah. I like that that's how they opened up first class also. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was great. I, th- I thought that was. I think was... Days of Future Past is going to be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it looks I hope so. I yeah. hope so too. Um, and Joan and I have been talking about how uh, A Million Ways to Die in the in the Old West looks, looks good. Looks, looks good. I haven't seen That's any Seth MacFarlane yeah. movie. Really, live action. He's, he's starring in it. <laughs> That's the thing. You gotta <laughs> say. That was in unison. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about it a lot. <laughs> Holy live action. He stars in it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are excited about this we're, one. Well, no, it's like because it. You know, we're not necessarily like crazy huge fans of his, but like when you see the trailer, you're just kind of like, oh shit, it's a live action movie starring him in the flesh. Not a, he's not a bear. 
And uh, I just get excited about the idea that I mean, just having worked in comedy for so long, and I do love, I still do love comedy, but. You know, the longer you do it, the harder it is to sort of like shock you with or surprise you. And so I think when when I see something and I'm like, oh, I, this feels like it, I get excited because I just I like enjoying comedy. I right. want to enjoy yeah. I want to enjoy all comedy, but yeah. I don't always do. There's nothing like going to the movies with a comedian and watching them watch a comedy and they <laughs> never laugh. They just sit there. <laughs> but I'm not <laughs> I don't I don't have <laughs> the uh, too cool for school attitude. Like I really like to I really enjoy laughing <laughs> at things, but it's yeah. just that. Fewer and fewer things in movies um, really, really uh, make me laugh. Yeah. So did you much. see Bad Grandpa? I did not see Bad Grandpa. Fucking lots I laughed, of laughs. My, I laughed yeah. my ass off. It was. It, I, I wish I saw it when it was the theater was more crowded because it's like you know, like the Jackass or Borat movies or anything like that. Oh, you feel like you need other people to help you laugh? Not really, but it's just a more communal fun oh, experience. Fuck when Borat. An entire, like when like I saw Borat like at the oh Vista, like Pat crowd on Friday night, people like. I, like there's people just like stamping their feet because yeah. they couldn't laugh. Anymore. I saw a preview screening of it and had I was not familiar with the Borat character y- yet, mm. and so, I mean I knew I knew Ali G, mm-hmm. um, and and Ali G I was actually not as big a fan of because the the um, the mechanism of it always sort of bothered me of like oh you're just fucking with people who don't know they're being fucked with yeah and to me that's I mean he did an amazing job at it. But I just always, I, I always kind of feel bad for the, even though those people you shouldn't, feel, you know, like a lot of them you don't want to feel bad for. Right, yeah. But I still feel like, but it's not a level playing field because they don't know that you're fucking with them. Yeah. So you're basically just like punching a baby, you know. But uh, so, I, I mean, I thought Ali G was okay. But the, when I saw the Borat movie at the previous screening, it was the same kind of like, you know, people yeah. fucking doubled over. Yeah. And it's still a really funny movie. It's the same with like Bad Grandpa. Like I saw and there was like other people in the theater, barely anybody else, but... And like, you know, because there's that thing when everyone's laughing, you feel you can laugh more. But when you're right. like, you know, there's just me and my wife in the theater go, like, like laughing real hard, you kind of get a little embarrassed. But yeah. After a while, we, could, we didn't care because it was so fucking good. Was, yeah. That whole thing at the strip club, the male strip club. <laughs> saggy balls. <laughs> How do you even, do you have time to see movies right now? Yeah. That's all I really watch. I don't necessarily watch that much TV. And I know a lot of people say that, but I'm into watching my iTunes. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll put that on, or I'll we'll, me and my wife will go to the movies. Uh, there's not a lot on television that I'm like so geeked about. Like there was, I, I saw that when uh, when uh, Breaking Bad was going off there. You guys did this whole tribute to yeah. Breaking Bad and everything. I had never watched an episode of that show until the final episode. Oh no way! And I still haven't watched an episode except for the final episode. You just watched a lot. I've never heard best, anyone say that before. Uh, best ending of a show I've yeah. ever seen yeah. in my life, and See, I never watched a show. Yeah. Imagine if you would watch the entire series. That's a good testament. Imagine if you would watch the entire series. Like you know, every episode was like that. Yeah, I still think the show. You'd enjoy the show, even knowing how it ends. Even you know? well, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, but it's a great ending, man. Such a great ending. Yeah. So, I, but I don't think I don't think Aaron Paul should have got away. I think I thought he should have got killed too. But that's just me. Oh yeah, so everyone's dead. Yeah. 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 I kind of like that Aaron Paul gets away though because I I, I kind of uh, he's just so brutally tortured for the for the previous like s- several months of yeah. his life. Actually, and being dead would probably it'd be a good that would thing be a relief. Him. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah that 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 show is that series yeah. is basically just like a bunch of movies. Yeah, it's just like it's like a really long. It's like that that show is basically like a like a seventy hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Watching television is so difficult now because everything's a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? And every episode is, a, oh no, wait, wait, next week, wait, I can't wait. <laughs> I'd rather watch Game of Thrones the movie instead of Game uh, of Thrones the television show. You know what I mean? 
I'd yeah. rather watch the full season than watch. Just well, that's just where one that's hour. that's what's happening. That's yeah. where it's going. I mean, I, I get I get that way with comic books too, where I I kind of I like to read a collection, mm-hmm. but when I'm reading week to week. I just yeah. you you, you kind of lose yeah. Yeah. a you little bit. What happened? You forget before. what happened. You got to go back. Oh yeah, that's right. And then you you know, and I, you're done with yeah. it in seven minutes. Yeah, I, I, I ignore the weeklies and just go for the graphic novel. Yeah, but yeah. you just got to wait so long. Yeah, for graphic so long. novels. It's ridiculous. Yeah, digging that True Detective TV show. You know, uh, we just Michelle Monaghan was in the, yeah. was on earlier, and she's on that show, and I I, ha- I haven't seen it yet. It's not on the. It's probably on HBO Go. It's I would on imagine. HBO Go. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it on the HBO Go. Yeah, real good. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it was an anthology series. No. I well, thought, oh, it, I guess it might be. I mean, that's like what they're calling it is a limited series. So like antho- and what is it? It's uh, it's on HBO. It's I know uh, the show. Oh. But what do you mean by oh limited like it's, series? It's what like a like a like a longer mini series. But like an anthology, you know, an anthology is basically like like Twilight Zone was yeah. an anthology series. So yeah. is it sort of like that? Well, I think that's what they're going to do season to season. Oh. But th- th- this show is like one story. This is one story. Yeah, it's one crime. So next it'll be two other, act- like a couple other actors, maybe not McConaughey. And- yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's not going to be, I think it's going to be completely different. Cause, mm. But what's neat about it is that like this, it's like, it's not a comp show. Like it's not, it's more like, it has more in common with uh like Twin Peaks, because it's like who killed this girl, and then it's just like it's just or the killing, yeah. Well, they, but they didn't solve anything with the killing, man. My wife watched that show for the whole year, <laughs> thinking at the end they'd find out who the killer but was. But it's jumping to Netflix. They're going to do the last season on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So they are. But you're you're going to get some type of a resolution. I, I, my wife will be happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> Orange is the new black. I can't can't wait for that to come back. Uh, I'll watch it. I I really wanted to I I I I, want, I could never decide if the show was a comedy or not a comedy. But it, no, it's both. That's like that's what's great about the show. It's a really well-rounded show. There's there's parts that are tense. There's parts that are sad. There's parts that are funny. That, like that's what makes a good show. Much like you know like in Scrubs, where it's uh, like there was parts that are funny, parts that were kind of melancholy and sad, and parts that were just like you know interesting and smart. It's I think we should have more shows like that. There shouldn't it shouldn't be just one note all the time. Agreed. Yeah. Totally. The Wonder Years is a perfect example of that. Yes, exactly. I used to love that show. Yeah. Ah, oh, and the dad dies. God <laughs> damn it. They kill him off in the final episode. Yeah. So nuts. Fuckers. And he doesn't marry Winnie Cooper. What yeah. the <laughs> fuck, yo? He was supposed to marry Winnie Cooper. Well, maybe she knew he would grow up to look like Daniel Stern. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love Daniel Stern. I think he's a great actor. I don't know what... Blue Thunder was my shit. <laughs> I used to love Blue Thunder, man. <laughs> Officer Lyman Good. Come on, man. <laughs> Blue Thunder. Come on. That was the the Blue Thunder was the movie, right? The movie, yes. Yeah, Airwolf was the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were there, that was that period in the that was the period in the late mid to late eighties where we were obsessed with helicopters. Yeah. It was trucks in the seventies. We were we were obsessed yeah, with semi trucks yeah. and truckers in the seventies. And in the eighties it became like Motorcycles and helicopters. helicopters. Yeah. And talking cars. Talking cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised that there wasn't like a fleet of kit style. Like that wasn't something they did on Knight Rider. It was like a talking helicopter, a talking motorcycle, oh, a yeah. talking car. I thought that, yeah. The talking helicopter sounds great. The talking plane <laughs> yeah. sounds dope. It's, uh, there's some turbulence, but don't worry. <laughs> I'll get us out of this. Yeah. Please take your seats. Yeah. Michael. Michael, please take your seats. Michael, you've had enough of the, to drink. Please sit down. Shut up. I don't have to drive. Yeah. When did, 
Kit all of a sudden turned into uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Michael. Uh, oh, that was Alan Arkin. Sorry. Yeah. Michael. Michael. Can I talk? Can I call you Michael? Michael. Go- Michael. <laughs> I'm a talking car. What do you want? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop shitting in me, please. When did you end? I'll up drive over- you to a bathroom. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> When did you end up moving to LA? Uh, I was 23, and I moved out here. What was the? Was it a gig that brought a you? A young, fresh-faced yeah. Donald Faison heads west. I was doing Clueless. They did the Clueless television show, and that was my ticket out. That's right. You did Clueless. That's right. Yeah. What do you How mean? long did That's that show right. run? Three. That's seasons. a great show. I know it was a great show. I just no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I love that you said that. That's great. But no, it wasn't. I don't know why I got into it. We, I love the movie. We got canceled on ABC, then we got sent to UPN, where like five people watched the show. Dude, dude it oh was my God. just on. It was always just on we were, when I, I got think, home from work, wow. and it was just something I did a sitcom, that I watched. I did a sitcom at UPN, I think, around the same time. Which one? It was called Guys Like Us. With, with who? With Bumper Robinson. Do you know Bumper? Yes, I do know Bumper. I played he and the I, exact same time. He played, yes. and I played roommates, and, uh, and UPN had this... Little kid. Yeah, this little kid, Maestro, who went on to... He was on The Wire. Yeah. And, and, oh, wow. Yeah, he, was, he ended up being on The Wire. But yeah, this, basically it was Two and a Half Men this. before Two and a Half Men. And Clueless and... You know, that was almost you and I. Because what happened was... Oh, shit. That, that almost happened because... Uh, what's his name from Head of the Class was the Dan writer. Schneider. Yeah. Uh, I auditioned for it. And they were like, dude, do you want to do it? And I was like, I would love to. And, I had to, and they were like... Uh, Clueless came back and they were like, well... You would have to do it second position, and they were like, "Now nah, we'll just go and find somebody." Else. Oh man, oh, that's fuck. crazy! We almost crazy. did the show. We almost did ten episodes of a show, oh, show together. <laughs> <laughs> we almost ran a network into the ground together. Hey, but what if? But that was hey, such a strange. Been, yeah. That was such a strange year because UPN effectively decided to make a full network play, and so they said we're going to have five nights a week of primetime programming. Which was a very big, you know, like they were going to take on. Yeah, not even Fox did that when they started. Yeah, and so it was UPN and the WB, the Warner yeah. Brothers Network, were separate. Uh, the WWWWB. <laughs> and so UPN had this very interesting mix of programming. There was also like an hour long drama that was like an old wet, uh, like a frontier type of a. What show was that? I Didn't can't... they have. Were they the ones with the freaking hospital in space? Was that UPN? Oh, I don't know. They're the ones. They they were the ones that did uh, the Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer, where right, it was basically where they, where the first episode they have a black man hanging from the tree. Yeah. Well, here was the, the here <laughs> the, here 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 was the buy on that episode. This is like a show where you feel like not that that's funny. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that someone did that, that someone like, did oh, that. That's okay. Let's put it on there. That's gnarly. Um, Opening yeah. shot. One. No, it's him <laughs> and the president. Riding on horses, and they walk by, they ride by some dude hanging in a tree. Oh. And they never really mention that the dude's hanging on the tree. They just ride by. So, here's yeah, yeah. The, so here oh. was the, here was the, it, was, uh, it was an actor named Chai McBride. And he basically plays this, it's, it takes place um, uh, during Lincoln's presidency. It's a sitcom. Yeah. It takes place during Lincoln's presidency. And he is a very well-educated uh, black uh, northerner. And he, I can't remember what the how it comes to be, but he becomes like essentially uh, a houseman for Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. And so it's sort of this Greek comedy thing where he's really the smart one, and Lincoln and Mary Todd are fucking insane, oh. like drunk, insane, 
like nymphomaniac style just fucking Jesus nuts Christ. and uh the whole show is told from the point of view of this guy who's writing his diary about like you know all the things yeah. that happened during at his time at the white house so it was this really strange strange idea for for a show i i, I can't remember in the episodes i'd love to see i'd love to see one and see if it was i just i, mean, I think where they went wrong was just having a Hanged man. <laughs> I, think, yeah, yeah. I think that was, You mean so right from the get go? <laughs> I think that's where the. I, th- I, I think a show like that could be funny. I think that could be funny, but not maybe, with. Uh, maybe not. Um, there's not a lot of lynch based comedy yeah. That, yeah. Is, that really works. Lynching never. It, it's, it's never not, funny. It doesn't, no, it's never it's funny. Never it's funny. not a good. No. no. <laughs> but the fact that some a network executive was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 I don't think. Uh, Do you I think wonder, anybody was just like, just put him in the tree? Really? So <laughs> it's in the shot. Because that was really bad. Yeah. When that happened, that was really. Yeah. Is it about? Is the scene about that? What you didn't it's know? Just no, 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 it's just in the background. No, no, it's just in the background. I didn't. Yeah. Um, I don't... That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. What else did UP? And then what else did UPN? They have? had Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm and Eddie. That's right. That was their hit. Oh yeah, Malcolm that's and Eddie right. was yeah. their big hit. That show ran for like seven years. Yeah. Um, and then did it run after UPN and the WB merged? May, may have, it may have been one of the only. It may have been the only show to make the jump because. Essentially, after oh, and uh, which McCullough made the jump too, Buffy. Oh, Buffy. Well, Bu- it got moved to UPN actually first. No, Buffy was on the WB first, and then it got moved to UPN. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh shit, that's right. Maybe in the last season, maybe for season last two seasons six and or seven. something like that. Um, before they merged, yeah, because because um, uh, UPN launched all this primetime programming, and then within half a year, they had canceled almost all of it. Like mm-hmm. they just went, oh nope, just kidding. Yeah. Sorry about the tree joke, you guys, uh, and all of the other programming. WB did well, though. They did really well. They're still around. They're now called the CW. The CW. CW. Yeah. Well, because that was the essentially the merging, was the merging of those two, those two networks. I don't know how. I wonder. Well, they have Arrow and they have Supernatural. Yeah. Well, Supernatural's on every. I wake up in the morning and TNT's on and. Supernatural. I, I yeah. can't remember. I had a time, no idea. It went ten years. I can't what? remember a time in history when there was not the show Supernatural. <laughs> it feels right. like it's just it's always. always been... I think the last one was it was, but the one before Supernatural was Three Witches, Charmed, Alyssa Milano, right? And, oh, and, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and Shannon Doherty, yeah. and then later Rose McGowan. Yes, and and, and Holly, Holly Marie McCombs. Combs. Oh yeah, Holly Marie Combs. That's right. Oh, look at us with yeah. our <laughs> supernatural television yes. um, tribute. So, do you you like do you like sci fi fantasy? That's stuff? my that's my favorite uh, thing to What's watch. Your favorite favorite movie? Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Easy. Empire, yeah, Dang. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't get better than that. It's you a- could try, uh, Al- and then Aliens. Aliens is great. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, it that one that that one holds up. Again, great practical effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny when I uh, when you get old and you realize that like Alien and Aliens are like completely different movies, types of movies. Yeah, yeah. even Alien Three and then uh, Four. It's like Resurrection. Yeah, it's right? like yeah. who? Uh, there's no. I mean, other than Sigourney Weaver being in it, there's really no continuity no. at all. Well, Alien Three, the guy who created uh, the the cyborg, he he was he showed up at the end, I think, right? Uh, uh what was the name of the... Yeah, I guess so, Bishop. yes. Yeah, Bishop. the guy, like, the guy the, who creates Bishop. Yeah, yeah, the original Bishop. He shows up. I thought that was a cool thing. And then it's also funny realizing, like, when you... Like, the guy who directed Alien 3... No, it was Alien Resurrection was the guy who also did Amelie mm-hmm. and uh, McMax and uh, Delicatessen. Didn't so Joss write Resurrection? Did he? I think he did. Oh, wow. Joss Whedon wrote Resurrection, really. I, he, wrote, he, wrote one of the, uh, he wrote one of the Aliens. 
Um, I'm going to look it up right now. Please say aliens. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it won't be it aliens. aliens. I, oh, did he do three? Did Josh do three? And who directed three? It was a guy, too. It was like... It was, yeah, that's right. It was David Fincher. Wow. Yeah, and that's the thing about Alien Resurrection too. It's like it has like all the guys. Yeah, all the guys from like you know that guy's movies are mm-hmm. all in that. Ron, Ronnie Perlman and Rock. Ronnie Perlman. Yes. Okay. Ah, so I was right. It was Resurrection. Ah, see. Yeah, that's, see, uh, I know Resurrection when I hear it. Who? Uh, what's her name? Was the star of that? Winona Ryder. Winona, yeah. Yeah. That's the last time I saw Winona Ryder in anything. No, Star Trek. Oh, right. And Girl Interrupted was after that, too. No. Wasn't it? Girl Interrupted was like 98. 99, maybe. The latest. Uh, Yeah, Alien Resurrection. Oh, yeah. No, Jonah's right. Resurrection was uh, 97. And then, yeah. So there you go. You know yeah, what was on last night? Bram Stoker's Dracula. I forgot how fucking weird. That's like an art mm. film. I have yeah. crossed all shit. He chops off his head time. and it goes right into the eating of the steak. It's so fucking. And that's where yeah. uh, where she's getting fucked on a tombstone by a wolf, uh, wolf by wolf yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. And I know where the bastard's buried. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got those crazy John Lennon glasses on. Yeah, though the little clip nose ones. Yeah, yeah. It's so odd. I remember being so confused. I was like, "Let's go see the new Dracula movie." And then you go, and then I was like, "I was a kid." And I just it didn't make sense to Man, me. Man, I all didn't of those, know what was all happening. of those were total whiffs. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Wolf, uh, yeah. Frankenstein with De Niro. Like, oh yeah, like all those. Oh ones my were, gosh, yeah, right. Where they took they basically just took like a huge box office. Well, basically the same thing. Film always does. But then, but then, yeah, there was no and. I'd say of those, I probably liked Wolf the best, but they were yeah. all still pretty, all pretty bad. But if you think about how hip Bram Stoker's Dracula was with like the casting, it's like uh, mm. you, you know, uh, like fucking Tom Waits is in it. Yeah, mm. it's just like it's like a Winona Ryder was still kind Listen, of like an the, indie the, the darling. Guts of it, the intention was good. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, you sure. know, I think just, it just felt like a. Has a that big always thing been a part of the lore where Dracula is Judas? Has that always been? No, I think that was just that lore. It, yeah. The Dracula lore is just like Vlad Tempest. Like it's just mm. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, I, I think that was just a particular like. Oh, let's. This is our little take right. on yeah that. Yeah, then the Frankenstein. I remember not even that was like a. I remember it was like two and a half hours or something like that. Right. Yeah. And I, I like the end finally where they show him in the daytime and you can actually see the scars on his face yeah, and yeah, yeah. his body and stuff. I thought that was cool, but yeah. I don't really remember that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, right? Yeah, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Because it, yeah, it was coming off of Bram Stoker's, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, and then just, of course, And who wolf. knows his wolf? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that was like the scene where he's like, he's like, whiskey in the morning, huh? And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the uh, <laughs> he gets bitten by the wolf and then he's all of a sudden real good at business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me he all got these... bit by the wolf of Wall Street. I like to thank Chris for setting me up for oh, that. Thank you. Well, it was really a team effort. I mean, you know. <laughs> 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 That's great. Yeah, it's, and Spader is just classic Spader in that movie. Just yeah. fucking slimy, greasy, you know. Uh, that, that's and Pfeiffer's fine as hell. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, again, that was that was even sort of stretching the limitations of like, well, I mean, I guess I could see how she might end up with the wolf, but 
he's a contemporary of Christopher Plummer, but then he's going to fucking end up with Christopher Plummer's like much younger daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was a little that was a little too much of uh that was a little too much uh, Hollywood relationship math there. Like, yeah. yeah. This guy who's 60 years old would totally end up with this woman who's 28. <laughs> of course. Why not? It happens all the time. All the time. I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, I would believe that Jack Nicholson might end up with Michelle Pfeiffer, but I don't believe that that character two totally different, two totally different <laughs> conversations to be had. So are you shooting the X's now, or are you? No, we're done? wrapped, man. We uh, on TV land. Uh, yes, on TV land. We've ra- we wrapped two weeks ago. I'm on vacation right now, uh, or fun employment because we're coming back for another season. Which nice, is great. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. It's always good when you leave a show knowing that we'll be back next year, and yeah. so we're really excited. We come back. I guess we start airing again in June, yeah, or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's great. I get to work with Wayne Knight every uh, that's every right. day, and you know. One of the biggest sci-fi nerds on the planet is Wayne Knight. If you ever want to have a great conversation about anything comic book, anything sci-fi, hit up Wayne Knight. Wow. I'm, I'm telling you, he would be great on this podcast. Because he could, he would... Uh, that sounds good. He would crush. Yeah. We, uh, I'm to bring it to you guys. He uh, got eaten by those dinosaurs trying to get off that island. Oh, Chris, that, that was a movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was a movie of what happened to Wayne Knight. No, he no, 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 no. Tried no, to sell the no, DNA no, no. in the shaving can. No, and no, Chris, he, he was he, just reenacting the real story of what happened to that. I can pull it up guy. right now on my phone and show to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you trying to tell me Jurassic Park was real? No, no, guys, guys yes. It was a dramatic reenactment of what really happened on Jurassic <laughs> Island. Where is Jurassic Island? It's in. It's near Isla Nubar. <laughs> Costa Did I get Rica. that right? <laughs> Costa Rica, isn't it? No, but like Isla Nubar is like the island. That is the wow! Idea. I pulled that one out, huh? Wow! I usually wow, but that's near Costa Rica, right? <laughs> it's near Costa Rica. Isn't it? <laughs> Quick, get Jonah, get Jonah's pants off. There must yeah. be other treasures in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> if he was it's able like to the thing where it's like you know you almost get hit by a car, but you do a backflip out of it, and everyone's like, "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> How did you do? I don't know. I don't know. That happens all the time." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wayne Knight. I mean, and I mean, Wayne Knight's been in just the best stuff. Yeah, and he's—I mean, he—he is a lover of science fiction. I mean, he loves it, and he's the biggest nerd I've ever met in my life. Uh, and so he's always—it's great to go to work with him and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like we went and saw Man of Steel together, and we walked out, and you know he was like, "Let me think about it. We'll talk about it Monday." <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. We'll not talk you're about yeah. it Monday. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I like it when people do that. I hate it when people walk out of a, uh, like a movie. Oh, go go. All right, here's the problem. Right. Here are the holes. And why did this happen? Right. Like I always tell people, like, let it sit. Yeah. Let it simmer. It's like, that's let's great. Think about it, and we'll talk about it Monday. Yeah, because there are movies that there there's so there there are a ton of movies that I've walked out of going no, and then two days later I'm still thinking about the movie. And yeah. Going, wow. Wait a minute. Maybe it yeah. wasn't, you know, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be like Wayne Knight. Be like be Wayne like, Knight. Hey, yeah. be like Wayne Knight. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get Wayne on you the You guys should invite him on. I'm telling you. We'll get him on. Yeah, that'd be fun. It'll be a great time. Do you think you'd ever want to do At Midnight? Have you seen the At Midnight show that I'd we do? I'd love to be on At Midnight. I just don't know that much about Walking Dead. No, no, that's uh, Talking Dead. Oh, I knew that. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> it still works, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't. I've never. I've never actually seen an episode of Walking Dead. Oh, I don't. Yeah. 
My, you, you didn't record that, did you, Ken? <laughs> My wife was like, listen, you're going to be on uh, Nerdist tomorrow, so we need to watch Walking Dead tonight. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think it's the same thing. No, I think, uh, so At Midnight, it's a, it's a Comedy Central show, and it's basically like a game show about the internet. Oh, cool. And, there, and, and I, I, think, I think you'd be funny on it. I know fun. a little bit about the internet. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a silly fuck around half hour of, of television. Do you show cats dancing? We're not above it. <laughs> In fact, it's far above the quality of television. <laughs> what am I? I'm not, not made of wood, dude. <laughs> of course I love a good cat video dancing. I watched a fucking video today of a slow Loris holding a tiny umbrella over its head. Oh, shit, really? Yes. I didn't know they could hold stuff. Yes. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not, I'm yeah. not a cat. Not a <laughs> if you prick me, do not bleed. If you show me a slow Loris holding a parasol, do, do I, I not? not jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> With my dead hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit on your hand. Slow Loris videos? Yeah, I'm getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my version of a tailgate party. Yeah. It's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> So what? So you're gonna take some time off, and then uh, and then you're going back next year. Are you gonna go anywhere? Are you gonna take a vacation? I don't know. I, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this next couple of weeks off, and then I'm gonna try and get a movie. Hopefully, I get one. You know, I want to grind still. I still want to hustle, but you know, uh, it's great to know that I have a job. That's always good to know. You know, especially in this in this business, it is sort of a weird. You don't realize how much of the time. When you don't have a job, how much of the time you're kind of living up here, like just up in your chest, like, oh, I hope I just want to, so that you can actually just breathe and go, all right, I'm not going to die in the fall because, uh, or at least not from starvation. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? But at least I won't die from starvation because I'll get to Uh, work. Right. My kids will eat. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because now you, now you got that thing. Yeah. I got that fatherhood. You got fatherhood. Yeah. That just keeps going. And it keeps yeah, yeah. going. You're gonna it have never stop. You're gonna have that forever. Are you gonna For do the rest an, of your life? You're gonna yeah. make yeah. another one. You're gonna make another one soon to have siblings. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, he has uh, brothers and uh, sister. Uh, but yeah, my wife definitely wants more kids. She wants more kids. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to have them for guys like us who are just like, I'll break a baby. I don't know what to do with mm-hmm. them. Listen, uh, you know, the grass is always greener. It's great to have a kid. I love my boy. He's awesome. I don't see my wife anymore, though. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, when it's bedtime, it's really bedtime now. <laughs> really so sucks. we're just telling yeah. the kids bedtime, right? It's not really bed. <laughs> Hello, honey? Honey? Yeah. Hey, honey? Hey. And she's what, like, no, no, I'm tired. Yeah, my buddy of mine had a kid. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's weird. They don't really tell you about like the weird resentment you start having towards like the kid because it's like, it's like taking up all my time, dude. Yeah, dude, it's like, dude. Uh, hey man, we gotta have a talk. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, kind of yeah. needy. She yeah. belongs yeah, to child. me. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, but he's awesome. It's great to it's it's great to wake him up in the morning and see his face and how he's ready for the world and happy and stuff like that. That's really. Do cool. you feel some? Do you feel any kind of like primal biological? Like you are my cells and I see me in you and you are going to carry on the phase on. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm, I'll you know when I'm. 60 he'll be 20 and i'll be living my youth again through him <laughs> you know what i mean because you're going to have your personality transferred into his yeah. brand Absolutely. and take away his yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what's messed up is <laughs> everything that he had up to that point will be gone yeah. <laughs> it'll be gone because the mind melt yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but before you do it you just go you get laid son <laughs> right. do pretty good with the ladies i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> 
Son, if you wouldn't mind just putting this salad bowl thing on your head. <laughs> Did you make this yourself? It's gonna work. <laughs> All we need is lightning. If movies have taught us anything, just add lightning. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Now we would say gigawatts. Is that what happened? Yeah, it was. They they didn't. The the the, the idea of the of giga being a being a, a unit, a scientific unit that time was so great that we didn't use it ever. So when they, it was actually, so a lot of people are surprised to find out that it's not J-I-G-G, it's G-I, it's a gigawatt. It's a gigawatt. Uh, so he said, Chris Lloyd he, said it wrong. Well, I mean, at the time, I guess they said it the way that maybe people have said with the soft G. So it's the GIF-GIF situation. Well, I have gotten in so many Twitter arguments with people because on At Midnight, I say GIF, and they say, but the guy who created the graphical interchange format says GIF, and I go, yes, Will Height was a programmer. He was not a linguist. Hard G before the the graphic, I, the I. Gh. Gh, graphic G and even saying this, it's going to start a, a war, war on the yeah. comment thread. You have I say GIF. Yeah. I GIF is a peanut butter. I say GIF, <laughs> GIF, gigawatts. And you might say giraffe, and I'd say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. It's Chris. a giraffe. <laughs> it's a giraffe of coffee. <laughs> um, anyway, I say yeah. I say GIF and gigawatt. That's, no, that's I say I gigawatt. <laughs> I say gigawatt. Actually, I lied. I say gigawatt only when I'm referring to Back to the Future. If I were to encounter an actual bolt of lightning, yeah, I would say that had a that was a that was a couple gigawatts. <laughs> if I right ever there. come across a bolt, <laughs> a bolt, uh. a bolt of lightning. <laughs> the only problem is you never know when or where it's going to strike. What did you say? We do now. All right, uh, we're that's it, man. That was the no. podcast. You gotta here. You gotta come back. I will come back. Anytime. You gotta come back. We'll get you on at midnight. Fuck around. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Walking Dead now. Just you so watch I Walking be, Dead. Just so I can be on Talking Dead. You should. You should come on. It's a fun. It is it scary? It's yeah. It's it, it can be. It's like moody, and there are moments of just like oh fuck. But it's uh, general, it's qu- not like yeah. I have a question. How is it not old yet though? It's just zombies, isn't it? Well, it's more about um, it's more about the people drama. Okay, dealing with not, not only just the I'm, Holocaust and yeah, essentially, yeah. essentially, um, because you know, people become worse than the people become bigger threats than the zombies. I mean, yeah. like you, you are, there are these moments where there's sort of like a herd of zombies. And it's like, oh, we're trapped and we have to get out. And then there's you know a lot of really great, but the special effects are you know Nicotero's mm-hmm. amazing. But it's just all of the. I, I watch the show and go, yeah. If there were an actual zombie apocalypse, it would there, there a lot of these elements would probably yeah. be the way it would be. It's just like an interesting look at how people react when there's like it, always an impending sense of doom and death. Well, around. not only that, but it's also an interesting um, it's an interesting psychological study in watching people's alignment change mm-hmm. of just like watching oh, what wow. happens yeah. when from good to bad. Well, when the, people yeah, stop being polite mm-hmm. and, and start, start getting, getting real. real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real world zombie <laughs> That's so. You leave brain in fridge. Fridge be definite. Fridge brain say zombie on label. You clearly see zombie on label. I'm sorry, man. Bro, zombie was fucking tripping. <laughs> Put his finger in the peanut butter. You kick out house. <laughs> but it's but it really is. Uh, it really is about um, like like what defines good and evil in a survival situation. Like, mm. are you is your allegiance to the group or to yourself or to your family? Like what makes things right and wrong, the sort of ethical and moral choices that you have to make. So I, I love watching – I love any story where the, some external force like basically forces a person to change and make decisions and then how does that 
affect mm-hmm. them and who they are. So that's why I think I think that's one of the reasons. And if it was on HBO, there'd probably be a ton of fucking too. There'd be so much fucking. I think about that sometimes because it was close to being on pay cable, and I was like, oh, they probably would have added in a bunch of sex, especially after seeing the old. Uh, but you know what though? Game of but you know what though? With Game of Thrones, they cut a lot of it out. Like first season, there's way more oh, really? than the most than the third season. Because yeah. what I happened think, to the what happened to the zombies in the third season? Where'd they go? I don't what know. Happened? The uh, White Walkers. Uh, 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 what the? I know they tease you at the end of season two, and you're like, shit's it's going, going to get down. crazy yeah, in right. season three. And you're like, where are the? There's like one White Walker in season three. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, but they're coming. There's the impending doom. Like that's like when they say they're gonna. Oh, it's. Uh, but it it's seems not like, about this war anymore. It seems like it's gonna be like that for a while. I heard when that's is not gonna happen. Gonna, is Khaleesi ever gonna get her throne back? Yeah. Are those dragons ever gonna fight anything? Are they ever gonna fucking get any bigger than they are now? They get dragon strokes. It takes dragon strokes. No, it's not gonna get any bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna eat younger, they're cuter dragon a with a bowl haircut. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I can break it. It's a breeze fire. <laughs> 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 Freak dance <laughs> and play the guitar, Mr. D. <laughs> I sing country and I also rap. Mrs. D, Daenerys. See? I made the uh, thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Um you really did it. I really you did, did it. it. You did it didn't you? I'm gonna spike my keys. <laughs> Victory dance. <laughs> this is perhaps my greatest comedy triumph. Uh, Donald Faison, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for coming on. An absolute pleasure. Uh, I just want to hang out more. Like, we can hang out outside. We can hang out whenever you want to hang out. All right, good. Good. Did you see, uh, did you see, uh, Wish I Was Here yet? No, how is it? It's great. All right, I'll see it. What is it? It's a movie that he helped, uh, get. That's the Zach Braff movie that we did the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, and and then, you know, it was interesting to see a little bit of the backlash that he got for raising money on Kickstarter. People were like, "That's not how you use Kickstarter," but it is. Well, it is because yeah. I think people don't under, you know, I think people go, uh, "Why couldn't he just have the studio pay for the?" And you go, "Well, because then, then they they wouldn't, and they make all the decisions, and then you don't have any yeah. creative freedom." Mm-hmm. So it's basically raising money to create exactly the thing that you want, which yeah. feels, I think, people assume like. Oh, that guy's famous. He's probably why doesn't he just why doesn't he just use two million free right. dollars that he has to make a movie? Yeah, like, oh, right. doesn't really it doesn't work like <laughs> doesn't that. doesn't really work like that. Sorry, please. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to I'm it's excited to good. see it. It's actually really good, man. Good, good cast. Uh, great scenes. Great scenery. Great. It got picked effects. up. Yeah, it got bought by. Uh, oh, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to uh, say anything wrong. It got say. picked up by. Not focus, but uh, Pope Francis. I don't know. Just throw out a name. Nice. <laughs> Someone picked it up. I read yeah. the story that it that it get picked yeah. up so. at Sundance. An hour, uh, not an hour, but the day after the premiere. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. I've never been there. I've never been to Sundance. Yeah, really? Yeah, I've been to Park City, but never Sundance. Never Sundance. Because I'm not. I don't do anything in movies, so I just don't really. That's know. That's what I said. That's why I've never gone. I was like, well, I, I want to go if like I have something there. And then like a guy's like, no, if you're just a fan of movies, it's just a it's the place to go because yeah. you can just see a ton of stuff. But you can't though either. But you can't. Oh, you can't. It's really difficult. It's just because you have to get in line crazy early and just stay in the theater. Well, or you gotta. It? I feel like you gotta be invited. Like the people that went and saw Zach's uh, screening were people who were pretty much invited to it. Oh, really? You know? So and it's not fans, like it's festival people, badges and. No, not that I'm not that I'm aware. Like they're trying to sell their movies, so what they're doing is they're putting 
anybody who oh, on can, the, it's like a guest list situation yeah anybody who can oh, sell them no. that's what it feels like yeah yeah you know what i mean all you need is a blazer and some sunglasses and a done and done yeah i'm a fancy hollywood producer and uh, i am here to buy me some movies yeah. your hair's not slick back get out of here get out of here kid <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's what it feels like i could be wrong i could be speaking yeah, yeah. out of turn but that's what it feels like yeah because that's what jordan vote robert says like if you're just a fan of movies you should just go and watch it just feels very crowded to me, like finding a hotel room and says the guy that trampled. goes to Comic Con every year. Yeah, but yeah, that's but he's got, he got the hookup. I have the hookup for Comic Con. Yes, I have the hookups for Comic Con. He go, he gets for... there and they give him the badges. Yeah, here. yeah. Here's all the badges. Here's everything you yeah. need. <laughs> George Lucas is right behind that yeah. door. He's waiting yeah, for you. Here's your invisibility cloak to get down the floor. Right. <laughs> and mischief managed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I've got the Marauders map. I can see where Lucas is walking at any right. time on the property. Um, cool. Here's a question. All right, before what, what, we, sure. before yeah, we please, finish, please. Is Lucas still? George Lucas. I mean, he, of course, he's still George Lucas, but the, now that he's no longer behind the next Star Wars, will people leave him alone when they see him? No, never, never, never. You don't think so? No, they won't leave him alone. You don't think after this, after episode seven comes out, you don't think J.J. will be the new Lucas? Well, Lucas, like, you know, like in the, in the Star Wars, they still refer to Lucas as the creator. Like, he's yeah. still he's still the... In the universe, right. You know, and... Yeah, you know what I just realized? What this happened the other day? I was talking to my friend. I realized that George Lucas may be the most brilliant person in the world because um, it's almost as if in when he was making the original Star Wars, he called you know Episode Four a New Hope. I think at that point he knew how bad Episodes One, Two, and Three were going to be. <laughs> that people were going to be devastated by Episode Three and go, "Oh fuck! Wait, there's a new hope." And then that's 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 the brilliance you, of him. Do you remember coming out of Episode One being like, "That was amazing," and then it sinking in and being like, "That was shit." I just I was like I was like I think I just saw a political drama. <laughs> I just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, a new hope was not originally called a new hope. It was just Star Wars. Yeah, and it was also just kind of a joke. I was saying. What do you mean? Yeah, I just thought, I thought it would be funny. Well, no, I, if you really want to talk about it and break it down. No, 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 no. I just. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't. Are know you now why. defending episodes one, two, and three? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 I don't not, like your tune. You're putting words in my mouth. They're putting. We'll put Wait, this. You guys the, didn't like one, two, and three. We'll put this onto the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. Yo, we'll you, put this onto the floor with the senators <laughs> from all of the galaxies. <laughs> Uh, it's it's actually crazy if you meet somebody who's in their twenties, early twenties. They love those movies. Yeah, yeah. They love episode one, two, and three, yeah. and they think four, five, and six are boring and slow. I'm doing and, a thing yeah. at Skywalker Ranch in about a week and a half with George. Mm. Uh, oh, George, George. You're on a first name. Oh, George Lucas. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure. G with GL. <laughs> with Luke, I call him Luke. Yeah, nice. I call, I call him Jill. I call him Luke. Actually, here's it's. I'm not. I'm not. It, there was a contest for charity and. Um, uh, you won. I, I won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working a lot now, so I, you know, have a lot of money to contribute. So uh, I beat a bu- beat a bunch of fucking sad sacks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, but I think it's literally going to be like we're going to get it. You know, we're going to tour the the ranch, and then he'll just come out and be like, "Hello." Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm I, I I interviewed him in um, at a Star Wars convention about a year and a half ago and. Um, I had a I had a, an original Star Wars crew T-shirt on because my mm-hmm. girlfriend's dad did the special effects for it, and so she gave me this original crew like this really amazing you know 
pristine. I've only ever worn it like twice. Oh, it was like a brand new shirt. No, no, no. Oh. It is, was from the original. It was from then. No, no, no. I meant like no one had worn it. No one it. had worn it. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Because her dad just doesn't, you know. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah. He's like, I worked on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. His, I'm not going to wear the shirt of the band I'm in. Tons yes, of yeah. shit like that. And so uh, I wore the shirt thinking like, he's going to flip his shit when he sees this gem. <laughs> and I was talking to him for a while and I was trying to show off, you know, like, like oh, I'm trying to show off my chest. And then finally I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, this is an original Cruzy shirt. And he, and he just goes, <laughs> and <then> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just totally just deflated. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because he's heard it all. Everything. He's seen it. There's he's nothing. Heard it. It's basically his life is like Star Wars Groundhog Day. Like, yeah. that's his yeah, fucking yeah. life. Oh, dude. I, yeah. I, met, I met him. So I went to, uh, I guess it was episode three, and they were doing it. MTV was doing it at the ranch. You know what I mean? How they do it, at, how they would do the premieres at the ranch. And I walked up to him and I mustered up all this courage. And I was like, I'm going to talk to him and I'm going to ask him how he created Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. And so I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, man, I just have a question. How did you create all of this? And he gave me a freaking brilliant answer. He's like, well, you know, um, I sit down and I wonder what's up in the stars. And And he goes into it. And as he's going into it, I go... I go dumb and stop listening, and I'm just like, holy shit, George Lucas is actually answering the question. Holy uh-huh. shit, George Lucas is actually answering the question. And then finally I'm like, and he goes, okay. And I missed the whole answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look around, the party's done, everyone's gone, it's just the two of you, it's sun nice. Sun's rising. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't believe it. He actually answered it, and I, and I Blanked, and, and that's when I um, discovered the cure for cancer. Yeah, but instead, uh, what? <laughs> uh, he, so what? Yeah. What was that? I was literally nodding. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man, that's great, dumbass. All right. Anyway, we did it. We did it. Enjoy your burrito. Oh. Thank you guys. Yeah, that's fun. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite.com. Carbonite is online backup made easy. Plans start at just $59.99 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST to get two bonus months with purchase. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.